Hello. What's up, big dog? Big dog. Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh, you know, just um, feeling a little pain in my IT band, but otherwise I'm pretty good. What happened to your IT? I think just overworked, you know what I mean? Just pumped it too hard. Classic pump too hard situation. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, that sucks. It's okay. I'm able to roll out using a I've been doing a lot of mobility work, uh, so I'm, I'm seeing results. What is mobility work exactly? Just just movement stretching shit so I'm getting so I can be a better athlete. So know? mobility is movement shit? Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, bro? It's like your ass ain't limber enough, so you probably need to do some shit, but you don't. Actually you're pretty limber. I forgot that about you. I'm a little too limber for for a man of my everything, you know? It doesn't it doesn't make sense. My G is elastic, you I, know what I'm saying? I can get bendy like a pretzel. Back. He snapped back like a rubber band, um, mm-hmm. but so I've had to. I've had to. Be, uh, I've had to. In addition to my runs and workouts, I've had to introduce some mobility work and some some foam lead foam rolling from YouTube, which is actually really helpful. YouTube lead foam rolling—that's actually a good idea because I kind of just do the same ones every time, and then it gets a little boring. Yeah, it's nice. Like if you look up, like I looked up one for runners and it does like specific stuff and it's not rocket science, but it's just like, you know, it tells you when to start and to stop and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. nice to bl- black out and do it. Get so, a little accountability. I love accountability, Jason. In the, in the line of work that I'm in, accountability is really important. I'm learning that now, later in life. Mm, well, you, you like myself, have had a, a delayed start because of our, our um, choices as, as youths. <laughs> <laughs> on what path to follow. Uh, I, I feel like I didn't start maturing until like 33, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. I mean, it, de- it depends on what the subject matter Area. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What arena. But I was basically dicking around from about 18 to 20, 33. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is kind of odd considering the, the responsible, on, on paper, responsible straight edge path. I'm very responsible, but that doesn't mean I had a vision for the future or um, didn't or or ca- cared about my own well being. Let's put it that way. Say no more. Uh, uh, but you know, it, it comes to us all at different times, and I'm just happy to be here today, Jason. Yeah, you know, one of those things you once you start really discovering yourself, the only thing that you are upset about is I wish I would have done it earlier. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I've had a cooler life than most people, so I'm not that pissed. <laughs> you <have. laughs> you, know I mean? you know what I mean? Like, I feel pretty blessed. Yeah, I might not have a 401k, but you're still a loser and I'm cool. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck and there y'all. are, there are, there are plenty of 401k bros who would gladly trade. Well, you know, I, I, my plan for life is, is windfall after windfall, you mm. know? Um, <laughs> I've, I have found that I have I have some friends who are highly successful who may have sacrificed those cool things in their life, and then you know they really are envious of people like us, like truly deep down. And then I'm yeah. like, damn, I'm envious of. It goes both ways, yeah. Truly, is. grass but is it's, always green. It's good when when two of those groups of people can mutually come together and take take and give from each other in a in a nice. A symbiotic way yeah because i i have a deep deep respect for those types now because i'm like damn i could learn something for these motherfuckers they could definitely learn something for me they could get a little swag you know what i'm saying get a little drip 
for me. Uh, <laughs> they're not, they're not afraid sass. to put you on retainer, and you're not afraid to exactly. take it. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Sir, are you afraid to put me on retainer? I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> Retain yeah. me, daddy. Retain me, daddy. Uh, <laughs> man, shit. What else is going on, Teach? Um, not much. You know, just sort of a little, little bit of the same. To be honest, I, I think a little bit of the same. It's a lot of the same. A lot bitch. of the same. I think. I think when um, you know, when they announced that we're going to have one more, one more month sheltering. I mean, it, it did not surprise me at all. But just to see it. You know, on the internet, on on headlines, was a little like. Uh, when you looked up in the roof, you didn't see the stars; you saw the headline, and that hit different. <laughs> that hit mean, different, didn't it? <laughs> it, it I, 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 I am. I feel totally fine. Like I'm able to really entertain myself, you know, forever without much trouble. Like I don't really, I don't really get bored. Bored. Yeah. There's always shit you can do, but just you know, after a while the the kind of the collective spirit of of the world that we're living in can get can get to me look like i've said before since i'm carrying the world on my fucking shoulders it's a lot heavier right now than it was two months ago i'm glad that you're stepping it up for all of all of the bronx and in queens <laughs> that you put on your shoulders all of new york you, you well i saw all my all my fellow new yorkers in the in the instagram live stream oh i'm sorry <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Are you sorry. are you at a? Are you? Did they just? There's a lot. There's too many jokes for me to say right now. Sorry, my crotch rocket gets a little loud. I'm trying to pod and ride. That sounds. That sounds like they scheduled a, a six nine video shoot on the same time as this podcast. What the fuck? Treyway. Um. Uh. What were we saying? What were we saying? What were we talking about? Something important. Man, when we were when I was recording an ad last week. I realized that I had said Treyway at the end of the at the end of it, and I was and I was editing the the ad, and I'm like, "Damn, should I leave Treyway in the ad read?" And you then should. I decided not to at the at the last minute because I just I don't know I said it too white I think. I appreciate that maturity. I would have left it in no matter what, but you know. we were we were talking about the um, hip hop social media event oh, of the century bro, last night. People, apparently, people getting so excited about this trash is so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's I didn't really feel like it needed to be covered. It didn't deserve our ink, but it's made enough of a of a noise Dude. to we have to let it spray a little bit. Well, I mean, if you've been watching, I've only watched a handful of streams, but like, you know, yesterday I was watching Virgil DJ or listen, more listening to Virgil DJ. And it was, you know, he's got millions of followers. He had 3000 people, you know, I would say consistently for the time yeah. I was in the, in the looking, those motherfuckers had 200 K last night. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I first started hearing about those, those beat battles, which be, as a DJ, a- I figured as a former <laughs> technician of the tables, uh, I thought you would be. I thought you'd be trying to get in there. I thought you'd well, be challenging there's, there's a difference. Or- there's a difference between a, a beat battle of like old heads of like you know legendary producers like Timbaland and Pharrell and all that shit, and then just like dudes DJing like check out my DJing music. Well, but what I don't get is I was so surprised not- by how many people really tune into it. I know. And they're not doing anything. They're just playing songs for 30 seconds and then going, oh, shit. Like, there's no... 
Yeah, when like, I first I did, heard about it, I, I, I saw do that. I saw the artwork and I was like, damn, this looks like a flyer I made in 2004. It's like the worst artwork <laughs> yeah, so I've bad. ever seen. And then, yeah, like, you know, like the biggest DJs in the world, like Diplo or or Virgil, who have millions and millions and millions of followers, they're they're live streaming their shit and like they got three, you know, two, three thousand people watching them. And I'm like, what is the what is the point? And then, you know, some fucking producer dude that half young people have never even heard of, you know, like how many fucking TikTok 18 year olds know about DJ Premier? And they got hundreds of, or and same for D nice when he was DJing in his kitchen yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I like, I'm, I'm like the oldest, I'm the youngest person who knows who D nice is. And I'm in my late thirties, you know, like who the <laughs> fuck knows who, who D nice is unless you're like a backpacker. Or you're just well, like an older person. There's a lot of aspiring backpackers out there. We're, work, we're going in reverse, baby. <sighs> Damn, bro. You know what it is, baby. Real hip-hop, that boom-bap shit. You know what I'm saying? Who would have thought that the quarantine would bring real hip-hop back? Uh, there's nothing I want back less than real hip-hop. Like, I, I would rather get a traffic ticket than real hip-hop when I'm back. <laughs> so, so, I'm like, let's, let's bring back alternate side parking rules instead. <laughs> like, I mean, please. I guess I would, I would rather watch, you know, some legends have a beat battle and then, like, here's, you know, here are my best songs that I made and I'm, I'm going to go up against you. And then, you know, there's like, there's, like, an actual game at play, a competition, but... Just to see the same DJs playing their same music that they would play in the club to nobody in their in their dumb living room, like there is no need for it. Just none. And if you're none. you know if you're watching it, stop watching it. I watched it for a little bit so I could talk about it today, but <laughs> that that was like a that was I have to do the people a service. You know, um, it's like right. where people will say like you know just just unfollow Donald Trump and he'll stop all this stuff. Same same thing applies to DJs in their living room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, unfollow. If 200,000 people didn't show up, they definitely wouldn't be doing it for the love of the boom bat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's call uh, our guest this week, or excuse me, today. Not week, bitch. We're bringing this shit to you hard body. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was still thinking about hip-hop. Hard body uh, means <laughs> thrice weekly. <laughs> That's real hard body uh, style. Uh, our guest today, uh, New Yorker uh, staff writer, friend of, of both Jason and I, and probably, you know, you're probably a fan of her, Nomi Fry, mm-hmm. um, coming live from the Brownstone in Bedsty with her family on lockdown. She's been watching Hella Bravo. Let's just find out, you know, who she's been talking to because she ain't been talking to us. So I, I think we need to know who she's been this communicating with overdue. on the outside. Long overdue. Long overdue. All right. I'll holler at her. Okay. Bitch, he has risen. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, ah, hey. What's up? She has up? risen. She I, has risen. <laughs> I am risen. Oh, my God. I have, for some reason, I have video, um, but it doesn't matter, right? Oh, okay. What do, you, what do you mean you went to a hot studio? I went to a hot studio. Her, oh, her partner. Studio. <laughs> I thought you were, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, you do a yoga right now in the core? What the mean hot studio? Are you, are are you, you talking about, about Studio 54? Because that is a hot little yeah. studio. Are you about to lay down 16? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, um, I went to the studio because I need to finish revising something. So I, and, you know, obviously Nina's at home as she is, as she has been for the past like 1700 years. So, <laughs> uh, I, 
I just, uh, yeah, I just decided to. I you mean, had to pull up to the lab. You had to yeah. get to the lab. You had to get in your little zone. Um, we're, just, we're just pulling up. Yeah. We're I just had pulling up. I, um, I realized today when I was thinking about you, which I do often. Um, oh, that's nice. That, that you're the first guest we've had that, that has been quarantined with child. Oh, wow. Really? I realized the same thing as well. Yeah, we only talk to young people, but we need a perspective. We need a we need we, need we, a, we only talk to barren guests. So yeah, exactly, exactly. We only talk to guests that have their priorities completely out of order, like the hosts. Um, so I, I think that you can give us some interesting color commentary on what it's like to homeschool a child during totally. this this time. I mean, yeah, it, I'd be happy to. I mean, it seems I don't challenging. Have this time. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really. It seems pretty wait, chill we, to me. Guys, I don't get the big already, deal. Are we already recording? Or <laughs> uh, like, yeah, we are. Oh, uh, we okay. record off cap, baby. This is we okay. don't out the gate. We do it. Uh, we do it, Mark Marin style. We just these the mics are hot. <laughs> have you have you heard his pod? It's actually good. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. Um. So, you guys, how's it been going with this new endeavor of yours where you're profiteering from this, uh, you know, global <laughs> disaster? Uh, to, to be honest, I mean, I guess we should just go ahead and speak on the elephant in the room, Jason. What do you think? Yeah, we should. We can let it spray a little bit. Nomi, um, today we received a, an aggressive email from your former employer saying what? that we, we had to change our artwork because it's infringing on their award-winning podcast that has a similar artwork to ours no yes because we yes. blatantly ripped their artwork <laughs> off 100 percent. oh my god so well, that's now, i mean i feel like that's kind of an honor i think in a way I'm, i mean, I mean be, we're painting it as such out, it's good that they're checking they're checking for your boys exactly but yeah, yeah. We, so, we made a big enough stink on on spotify apple and other platforms for for um you know the the crooked New York Times to yeah. reach out yeah. with a scathing I mean, legal document. I mean, clearly no one's reading it because they're too busy coming after little guys like us. You know what exactly. I mean? It's it's failing, like someone said. Um, and this but, is how the think, rich stay richer. Just, I think it just suggests that you guys are blowing up, and <laughs> the the price of that is being noticed in ways both good and bad. Both good and bad. I've, I, as a celebrity, I've dealt with this before, and I'll continue to deal with it as moving forward. Um, right. Our exactly. lawyer said the same thing, Nomi. Thank you so much. So yeah. we have to, we have we've had to change the artwork, and then and then hopefully this this show this post won't be delayed. But we're having some issues with our hosting. So wow. But it's it's given us an opportunity for some creative stuff that we'll have coming later this week. Of course, um, you know. Wow. In great tragedy comes great art. So yeah, yeah we're cleaning I think this house is just, a little bit, you know. Okay, so what's what's up? What's on the docket? Like, what can we expect? You've had some really great guests so far. This week is this week could be one of our biggest weeks ever, honestly, guest wise. Uh, um, I, can, I, I can't reveal too much, but obviously, you're kicking it off. Uh, so wow. that's, that sets the bar extremely high. I just felt so relieved, I have to say, because I was I was telling you, I was like, am I losing my touch? The boys aren't like calling me to participate. And does it mean I was uh, jeans? I was talking to Chris about it. And I said, Chris, you know, I going into this sort of global of economic crisis, I can't like my this is not the time for my brand to be weakening. True. And I I was just I was saying to Ahad even I was like, 
listen, what's 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 up? Like, what's going on? Is this <laughs> what's this up? That I should that I should be well, thinking no, about. Well, no, me. You know, to put it in in language that I that I know, this we you look at the first few weeks as kind of a soft opening that we had to mm. kind of prepare everything to get right. ready for you, and. <laughs> And we 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 deemed ourselves worthy enough to to finally ask your hand in I, pod. I was uh, I was relieved when finally the the invite rolled in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I did have to like badger you guys a little bit uh, <laughs> in order for it to roll in. The squeaky wheel gets grease, Nomi. We get exactly. it exactly. Exactly. Nobody gains anything by being quiet and asking for nothing. That's true. That's true. A lesson that I'm I'm still learning every day. Yeah. So, so, okay. So, wow. Jeans, you're in beautiful Los Angeles. Um, Yeah, but it's been gloomy AF lately. Oh, really? Yeah. It's rainy right now. Damn, bro. I know. But I'm really, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm thinking about both of you guys. And the question that comes up for me always is, so what what do you do exactly? <laughs> no, I mean I know what you do, but I mean for me, there's so much drudgery involved in my day to day. I mean, again, I'm I'm like exaggerating. It's totally fine. My daughter is eight, going on nine. She's like you know fairly independent. Like I work from home. It's fine. Like everything's good. And yet, but I do have like these kind of responsibilities and Mm -hmm. then i i think of you guys you know carefree um (laughs) no no child Mm -hmm. um hell yeah you know girlfriends who you have just a great time with um i detect a little envy in your tone (laughs) i do too it just sounds it just sounds very sort of uh, relatively low touch you know and i just uh I'm low curious, touch is like, a good is a, is a good way to, f- to phrase it i think um, and I, I just and i just am I'm curious i'm curious how exactly it shakes out and what's what's happening in the day-to-day in in this new environment you know well i think i think it's it, a great question it is Thank a great you. question. Jason, I feel like, Jason, this, this quarantine fits your personality more than mine. I feel like you're a more mellow guy. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's because you're gone off the CBD, but I just think you're loose and, like, y- you can live like this. Also, you're such a great cook that you're self-sufficient. Right. Jason does a lot of food stuff, which you don't, Chris. So that's... I, I, I unfortunately, am extremely high-strung and need human interaction to feel good about myself, so this has been very difficult for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But whereas I just need strangers on Instagram stories to ask for me to give them a bite of what I have made. <laughs> and that gives me everything I need to fuel myself for another day. But I've found solace in my true love of exercise. And that is the only thing that's ever going to always be there for me. So, so what do you do? Do you do you do the ba- I saw you did the berries piece. So you do berries. Yeah, Online. but I've been doing. Yeah, but I've been running a lot because I think it's better for my mental state. Uh, yeah, and I also just it 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 takes time. That's the thing about running long distances I, I, that I always shied away from before. Is like, how do people have? This? I mean, obviously, I have fucking time all the time, but especially right. now. Um, so it's just like it, it, you know, you're you're looking at a two hour commitment once you run and stretch and shower, and that's nice to just kill those two hours every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. But I've been, I mean, work has not really slowed down that much, honestly. It's, and we've also taken this upon ourselves 
we launched that public announcement newsletter. Like I'm just doing as much as I can. So right. it's, it's not super, super boring. And the days go by considerably faster than I thought they would. Have you guys been watching stuff like before bed? Like, are, do you have shows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, Jason. Well, loves not to together about. necessarily, but, but like what, <laughs> yeah. we we Zoom is. British Bake Off every night. Yeah, we we snuggle up <laughs> next to each other in, in Zoom bed and watch British Bake Off together. Zoom bed. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you guys. This is kind of like a research question. Have you or do you um, uh, know anyone who's used the Zoom, like the touch up tool that supposedly makes you look better i haven't used zoom once i bet jason hasn't either oh uh, really? i actually used it yesterday my girlfriend was doing um was doing a fitness class and I, I joined in but i did not even know that they had that feature and i i realized yesterday when i was using zoom that i'm i'm using kind of like an outdated software version and it kept trying to get me to update it and i something about the update made me i don't know i was a little suspicious of it and i decided not to because I feel like, okay. like the, yeah. the the 2020 Zoom is a whole lot different than the it's, 2018 it's the damn, it's, one. It's the damn feds watching. It's the damn feds, yeah. and <laughs> so I watching. I have not explored any of that. But I have um, been face tuned before, unbeknownst to me. That's the it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the face tune. Jason being facetuned without his knowledge, and then opening the file, <laughs> opening the file, and seeing it was saved. With like yeah, a my dot. My like girlfriend a took a photo in. of me, and then I was like, "Oh, I look good here." And then I, I sent it to somebody. Like somebody needed a photo of me. I was like, "Oh, I'll just use this one." And then I was like, "Why does the file say facetune in it? Is that some like funny joke?" And she was like, "Oh," um, but she just she just said like I had a. You know, like my hair was messed up, or like the the shadow on my forehead was off, or something like that. It wasn't like you're ugly. Bitch, I need to. Bitch, fix she you. gave. Bitch, she gave you a new chin and nose. Don't lie. <laughs> what you talking about? She, she let me down easy, and I'm fine with that. That's I, pretty cute. Have you been zooming, Nomi, for work? I've I've been zooming for work. Yeah, I've been zooming for work, and I've been. I'm actually writing a piece about Zoom, which is sort of why I was asking. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of zooming just for reporting purposes, you know, like I've been sitting in on a bunch of zooms of various sorts, uh, just to see. Have you sat in any of the, the orgy zooms? No, uh, I haven't, but I've talked to people. They're pretty good. Shut up. (laughs) I mean, I, I haven't talked to people who actually have been in an orgy zoom, but I've talked to people who've talked to people. who've been. It's just not, it's not, it's not the main, uh, thrust. Uh, wow, the, wow, wow, wow. What a article. choice. So I haven't, I mean, I haven't like really gone. Um, so what, um, what have you experienced the, the zoom face tune? I didn't even no, know. I haven't, a which is why, but I was asked about it. I was asked in the edits to my piece. If, uh, if I, you know, know people who've used it or like what the effect is mm-hmm. on just sort of, are you, are you allowed to around. tell us what, what your, what your zoom article angle is or what? what the vibe is or is it just a general uh, this is better. happening in I the mean, world i feel like i should probably not say it's not like some expose or something you know it's more <laughs> of like a cultural piece about it so mm-hmm. it's not going to be earth shattering either way but mm-hmm. maybe i sh- maybe i don't want to like say and then that's fine you know. do you but, feel uh, like but, do you feel like a lot like, of look content out for it. Is look out for it. <laughs> like <laughs> listeners 
Yeah. Have you have you felt like content in general and the content that you are making it feels not earth shattering as a whole, or how is it affecting um, what you choose a, to write about? Shots, a, shots, fucking fired. As a, as a as a writer, I mean, I think yeah. I mean, I it's kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously like a weird. And that weird has nothing to do with the coronavirus. Time. That's just writers in general. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I, you know, it, it's, yeah, I have found that, but I am just kind of, the, the way I think about it is, um, first of all, like the first thing I think I wrote, like after the crisis really like hit big was it was like a real counter programming type thing like i wrote about the simpsons instagram account yeah. mm-hmm. and it came out and i was like oh my god this was like in the kind of early early ish days like maybe it was like kind of the second week of march maybe or the first week of march and it was like when it really started to be like you know maybe mm-hmm. the first week of quarantine or something and it i was like what the fuck am I doing? Like writing this thing now, like, is anyone going to be interested in it or like, it's not relevant to anything, but Mm -hmm. I was weirdly like surprised because people seem to like it. And a few people actually also even said to me outright, this was actually nice to read about something that's not connected Mm -hmm. to the crisis. So I was like, okay, you know, that's, that's nice. And then, um, since then there's been a combination of things, I guess, like, um, I guess I wrote about yoga with Adrian, which is like something I've been doing every day yeah. since the, I mean, I've done it a lot before, but it's something I've been doing since quarantine and I've like made a hot start doing it with me. So I wrote about that. So that was kind of like a calming, you know, it was connected to the quarantine, but it wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, like that's my, that's my preferred quarantine content, a loose connection, but no, yeah. not, yeah. not tangential at yeah. best tangential not life or death right. or any, any facts or anything. right right so i feel like that's mostly i'm trying to mm-hmm. think what else i've done i guess like tommy de Paula, the illustrator the kids uh illustrator died mm-hmm. so i wrote about that but he didn't die from corona sorry <laughs> sorry tommy. Uh, I mean, boring just uh was just like uh you know God elderly and had taken a can, fall can you but, imagine can you imagine dying right now and not dying of corona I know. Well, you know, it still happens. I know. Um, I know. Death waits for no man. No, it it is not. And so, um, you know, um, it's it's uh, it's we- yeah, it's weird, and I guess it changes like piece to piece. I guess, yeah. and it does. There is a general feeling that nothing matters. Sure. I mean, not just not just really even the things that I'm writing or not writing um, and whether a person is writing about coronavirus or not, because there's just so much content about it. And there's really, it's not, it's not like changeable really. It's a kind of like a oppressive reality. We're all kind of laboring under. Mm-hmm. So I, I think basically, I guess I'm trying just not to think about it and just continuing to do the work that's in front of me and hopefully doing it well because it's it's like yeah it's just like a very strange time and there's no way to sort of mm-hmm. circumvent that i guess that yeah sense? but uh, yeah i think people yeah. you know people in your situation or even ours people who create things like that you know it's important to have the arts and the culture just to make our lives that we are living 
a little bit more enjoyable or tolerable. Yeah, I think it would be really bleak if there was like nothing, you know, nothing that had to do with art or culture Mm -hmm. or, you know, style. If I see one more story about Ryan Heffington's dance Zoom, I'm going to lose okay. my fucking mind. Okay, so tell me about it because I was looking <laughs> – because I, I have seen many things about it as well. And so I Googled and it seemed really like the choreography – because everybody's been like singing the, the – you know, singing its praises and stuff. And then I – so I just sort of looked. I was like, is this something that I should try doing or what? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. And, and I have I a quick question and, before we start. Who is Ryan Heffington? I don't know who he is. I think he's a choreographer. I think he like um, – I mean, he lives in LA. He's like a choreographer of like, he did like Sia's chandelier video, I think. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he works, he works like with, uh, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, he's a big dog choreographer. Like, yeah. He's an in-demand choreographer, but then I guess he also has this classy piece called the sweat spot. That's like, oh, a dance. It's okay. like an I, athlete, I know, you know, I know sweat spot. It's a cardio class. And then, so I looked and then it just seemed that the, that the choreography is quite, I mean, not that it's super complicated, but it's definitely like, you know, kind of like choreography, like real choreography. Like you you raise your hands and then you like kick your right leg and then you You count. It's eight counts, baby. Welcome to, I mean, it's not, it's not just some little TikTok dance you could learn in a half an hour. It's some real, real shit. It just, well, it's just like, it's, it's not just like, okay, let's just dance. And, no, you know, it's serious in some ways. It's like ways. real, yeah, it seemed, so I was like, okay, never mind. I don't think <laughs> I'd be able to learn My this. problem is that, is that it seems a little lame. <laughs> like, because it's uh, kind of. It's just like a little too like silly and quirky, but then the choreography is actually real. You know what I mean? But yes. I, guess, I guess it has to be silly and quirky to appeal to people. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I just, I'm very, I'm not a very, one time I went, I think it was for a friend's birthday or something. We went to this, there's, it's like in the Garmin district, I think there's this place, it's called like, uh, what's it called? It's like Broadway Bodies or something. And mm. they do, they do classes, it's like cardio classes, but it, um, they teach a routine. So like the class I went to, they taught uh, Bieber's sorry, like the, the dance fire, fire. they do in the video. Yeah. And How'd you do? Was, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm just not very, I mean, I sort of got some, most of it, I guess, but is, I'm the, just, is the Jewish community known for the rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never heard either way. So I, need I to mean, ask. I think, I think it's not, no, I don't think okay. the Jewish people are d- specifically known for the rhythm, but I also don't think, I mean, there are plenty of like good dancers and like, you know, like good. It's, it's, it's not, it's not inconceivable that. Yes. Mm, not, not as inconceivable people, as it is for just regular white people like me. I, I understand. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think it's pretty, yeah. I don't think it's very, it's like outliery in a way that they're like Jews are especially bad. Like <laughs> or something. speaking of Jewish <laughs> rhythm, I'm, I think I'm just not very, I, I, yeah, it's not my, and I see it. It's funny. I see it with my daughter, with Nina as well. Um, she's like, you know, the cutest, like, but when they do like dances at school, you know, sometimes they have like some sort of performance or whatever. I noticed that she like, she can do it. It's not like she totally can't, but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily come. I see other kids 
more, more natural at yeah. it. And I see that for her, it's a little bit of a struggle. And I, when I see her, I see myself like, it's kind of like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I have to raise my arm, you know, like mm. she kind of like is always like semi catching up. I'm glad she's being pushed in her education. That was important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, s- speaking of Jewish rhythm, are, is is this the first year that you had a virtual reality seder? Well, okay. So the thing is, I wasn't. It seemed to me kind of. Well, okay. So our families are all in Israel, so we never. And there's a big, um, you know, there's like a seven hour difference, so mm-hmm. we actually have never done seder with them we usually go actually we've the last few years we've been going to uh our friend matthew schneier's house you know mm. uh, shouts to the god shouts to yeah the god. Um, even though even though luckily he left the enemy paper as well and has now landed somewhere else yes he's at new york magazine so <sighs> i we would go to his house but then this year we were just like okay we'll just like i don't know do a dinner at home just me and Nina. like the idea of doing like a uh we're not like observant in any way so the idea of doing a seder like a zoom seder seemed silly but then it was suggested to me that maybe for my for the piece that i'm writing mm-hmm. maybe it would be a good idea to go to a zoom seder and so i ended up going my uh hannah goldfield who you also you guys mm-hmm. also know yeah invited me to her brother-in-law's and sister's Zoom Seder. This is insane. You realize that, right? So, so what, go, what goes down at a Zoom Seder? Same bullshit. This, this one was actually, like, really, um, it was it was pretty good, like, because it was just, like, I mean, it's just every, it's, like, just imagine a meal where it's, like, most of the people know each other, but then some people don't, and start, you know, it's, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll invite whatever friend or, like, a cousin from the other side or something, and everyone is, there's a slight lag in the mm-hmm. um, audio. And it's like, you know, in the Seder, there's like song singing. So it's like very, it doesn't really lend itself to, yeah. you know, raising your voice in song with like 20 other people. Um, How was the grub? And, um, <laughs> well, so that's the thing. It's like, it, it, the Seder is like, I don't know how other people did it, but this, I was just like, basically like eating a matzah. Like I didn't really prepare. Like there's a, a whole slew of, of dishes that one usually has um, I've seen. at a Seder. And so you're this, saying you, you didn't go that hard because of this. I didn't go hard at all. No, I mostly just like observed and they were really nice. It was like a cool, you know, it's a nice, seems like a nice family, but, um, it just the yeah the whole thing is like quite quite strange. Um, how many people but, are in? The, how many people are on the screen? I mean, maybe like twenty, I think, or mm. like something like that. Yeah, altogether. At least you didn't have to bring any natural wine, right? Exactly. <laughs> no okay. natural wine. Uh, um, but uh, what are so okay? So you guys are working out, running. <laughs> Jeans is cooking. Jason's uh, doing a lot. Of, Jason's doing a lot of skipping rope. That's his preferred form of cardio. Skipping rope. Wow. Mm-hmm. That the, seems we, really hard. The gentleman's cardio. We have a real Rocky on our hands. Yeah, totally. It is hard, but once you once you pick it up, you never let it let it down. Wow. I'm hooked on the shit. I will say. <laughs> so, like, how? How long are you? How long do you do it for? That's like, the fucked up part. That's the fucked up part. A full hour. What? 
I don't know how I do I've, it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it, and it's wild. I I, like- and then I struggle to run w- one mile, <laughs> but I can it's jump rope an hour, no you're, problem. Your big goofy ass ain't meant to run. We just ain't trying to see a gazelle like that. You know what I'm saying? Gazelle's not the right word for it. More hour? of a giraffe. <laughs> giraffe. An hour nonstop. I mean, I'll take a I'll take a little break here and there, but you know, let's for, out of sixty minutes, I'm jumping fifty seven of those minutes. We'll say. That's crazy. I know, and he's not an athlete at all. Like no skills at all. So it's kind of crazy that he was able to do this. That is that is not nice. I have some skills. Did uh, you? I I see you as an athlete, Jason. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. Do not. If we're if we're gonna talk about athletes on this podcast, I'm the only fucking one, and we need to all recognize that. Right there, now. there doesn't have to be only one, Chris. That can be all of us. The same way you're like the AV guy of the of the show, I'm the athlete of the show. There just can't be two. <laughs> I feel fatter <laughs> just I, by you saying I, that. I, that's wow, wow. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I would say that. I mean, in in terms of work, there's not a ton of work coming. You know, Chris has been busy, but my line of work is a lot of experiential. Yes, and all of that whole world has been put on ice so yeah it's been it's been a little rough but there are there are things starting to trickle in now that now that people are realizing that they have to pivot and adjust to this new new world order that is going on right. so I'm, I'm i'm starting to get some stuff here and there and then you know the podcast itself we're doing three shows a week which is you know it's not a lot of work but you know it's a decent amount of work yeah no totally totally giving back to the community it's important to give back. And then also <laughs> writing these strategist pieces about things, you know, that takes up a few hours a week. You're telling um, me, sweetie. <laughs> Chris, are you still doing your uh, Ask Chris Black? Oh, Ask Chris Black will never die. No virus can stop me from recommending <laughs> expensive shit to people who don't need it. Um, That's amazing. No I've virus. actually... I've I've actually yeah it's it's continued and the questions keep coming in there I kind of like it because they're they're a little more specific um, yeah and it's a little more of a challenge for me honestly because I, I I don't you know like it, it's just different than what it used to be but I, I enjoy it and I've been writing I mean I, I wrote the Vanity Fair thing I, I got a GQ thing coming out um, I did some stuff for W until they wow. went out of bit went out of business <laughs> so. Uh, but, but it's been, yeah, I mean, I haven't been that, like, and there's some other, there's regular work still going on, because I think that, like, you know, all these companies still need to figure out how to navigate this shit, kind of, um, sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Chris, nothing- do, you, do you miss tr- the tr- constant travel? Yes, it's killing me. Yes, that's the one <laughs> thing, that, that's the one thing I miss the most, honestly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like you, I, how's I, your how's your Delta status? Is it, is it teetering? They, luckily, luckily, my kings and Delta they let us rock for another year because they see the tra- they see the tragedy, oh, so they let God. us rock. Thank God, that was something I was concerned with. My my status is unfortunately um, it's not going to go up, but it's going to stay the same. So it could be. So it could be so worse. Delta gets a, yet another bailout. Great, an, another fucking bailout. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I do miss that, Nomi. I mean, I I just think that you know a lot of that stuff that I would normally do is going to be canceled too. So for the foreseeable future, the only place I'm going is the damn continental United States. Right, but how <laughs> how how has it been for you to be outside of? Uh, Outside of the city, you live uh, in the city of angels. Do not Red Hot Chili Peppers right now, Brian. <laughs> I see where you're going. 
We know you're a, a Peps fan, and we don't allow I'm that. A, I'm the, a big Peps fan. What's, what, I, what's your favorite Peps album? Blood Sugar Sex Magic? Yes, because that's... Good answer. That's I the mean, only that, cool one. I mean, that hit when I was at the right, you know, I <laughs> was at, at the right at Same. the right age. I feel like right every time. album after that album, not not so good. Yes. Blood no, Sugar, Sex was, Magic, and Before, excellent. It has... I mean, there's a thing I've I've tweeted about this often, but I I recall <laughs> I recall a party. I believe I mean the album had been out for a little bit, and I think I was in I think it was I was in tenth grade, and it was a party. This was back in Israel with like these artsy. There was this I I grew up in Haifa, which is in the north of Israel, and maybe like. A half hour drive from the city, there was like this. Um, the Bushwick of Israel. Like yeah. It was like this place that had like a lot of sort of like hip. It was like an artist, like artist colony kind of. It's hard to explain. Like it was a place where a lot of like it was a kind of village mm-hmm. where a lot of like artists congregated. Which Sounds like really- pepper country to me. Right. And so now I get it. You're Marfa. Basically, basically yeah. it was a place where they let the kids like it was the sort of place where it's like like twelve year olds were like smoking cigarettes and you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was like moshing the in the were, streets. The parents were hippies, like all the kids would like, you know, lose their virginity when they were like, you know what it, it's like it was that sort of mm-hmm. place. And I remember there was a party and this was some somewhat after the album came out and all they played and we came i me and a few friends went over we knew some people there i guess and we went to this party and the only album they played at the party was blood sugar sex magic but it was terrifying because there was like for me because there was a feeling of like real like adult sexuality in the air even though you know i was like 15 or something and they were 15 but they were already kind of like on their like 17th lover or something, you know? <laughs> and I, and I was like, there was this one girl. She had she taken was, a lover. She had <laughs> taken a lover and she was, she was dancing. She was wearing like, um, she was wearing like a short skirt and she was wearing like, gar- like a garter belt and like, wow. gar- you know, which was like really advanced, you know? Yeah. And I would say, I would say also like weirdly unnecessary and kind of like something she discovered on TV for sure. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, in retrospect, yes, of course. Leave this slutty 15-year-old alone, Chris. (laughs) Yeah, so she was like a slutty 15-year-old, and I, you know, which I respect, but at the time I was like super, yeah, I was like goals, but also like super intimidated and like, what is she doing? Will I ever wear a garter bell? The answer was no, you know, cut to like (laughs) five years later. But in, in any case, the soundtrack to all of this was blood sugar sex magic mm-hmm. um you know with the the the, the uh the kind of pulsating sexuality of ketis and co adding <laughs> a certain all right and, al- and also ketis and co is good but that's that's when they retire and they go on their grateful dead tour they will be called ketis and co but also the, fo- co. The, the four words blood sugar sex magic i feel like all four of those are forbidden in in the jewish culture perhaps <laughs> Yeah, that's why that's why it got you so excited for sure. I, I think that's a little bit like racist. You know, that's a little over over determined. It I is. Mean, it I, is. I wouldn't say. Yeah, I, I would have replaced that. Jewish with any with whatever 
culture the person I was talking to was. Right. I have, I, I just have, this is, I, I don't know. I have a really tough time with this because to me, the peps were kind of just like lumped in with, with like the Foo Fighters on alternative radio in my upbringing. Yeah, but this right. is years before not- Foo Fighters were even formed. Yeah. Understood, understood. But I'm saying I came at it from at a different time, and therefore the, my right because you came to it a little late. Whereas, first like, of all, this I, is the only thing I've ever come to late. So let me have this one. Right? No, and I get it, and I understand because then, like after Blood Sugar Sex Magic, it did become like a more, um, you know, like a more like main. I mean, not that it wasn't really mainstream before, but they did come from like the sort of like druggy LA like. Uh, you know, somewhat mm-hmm. artsy, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, at one point like, they were, they were cool. Yeah. Like P funk, you know, just like kind of like, uh, a different, actually a, a kind of, and for those of us lucky enough to have read the Kedis, uh, <laughs> which, lucky is, enough. which is the, have you guys read it? No, no, but I, it's so a- Emily Oberg, good. that's her favorite book. I know that. It's so good. Like, it's so good. So it's like you read it and you realize that they really did come from, I mean, he's like a total idiot. Like, I love him, but he's a total idiot. And it's like so amazing. But he's also, it's a sort of memoir. Chris, I think you would really like it because he really reveals all. I mean, I like, love it's a, drug, <laughs> drug stuff. Like, yeah, I it's love like drug drugs stuff. and sex. And it's like, there's no, and it's like, I always joke about how, and it's all like, so like creamy too. So it's all like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was her, you know, me and like whoever, like he said, like a million, every time it's like, I fell in love with this beautiful angel. And it turns out she was like 15, you know, and it's like, (laughs) and it was like, you know, it was her 15th birthday and we wanted to make it really special. (laughs) You know, stuff like that. Um, Do you think, do you think coronavirus has killed the Me Too movement? I have Mm. heard this said, um, I don't know. I think it's a little early to make. Um, I think it's. I think it's killed a lot of. It's just like waylaid a lot of the th- uh, like uh, a lot of the concerns that people. Yeah, day to day concerns. Yeah, just in general, and since nobody can touch each other anyway, you know. For now, it's like there's no. Enga- there's no. You know. Yeah, I guess other than other than like domestic violence, I would well, say yes, like crimes of passion have come to a halt for the most part. Yeah, and there's no office culture, uh, in person mm. office culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like harassment and so on can happen um, on online the as well. Web. On Twitter, but Chris knows. I, I think Shut up. I think it's probably early. Yeah, I think so. Too. Early to say that, so I can't really. I, I don't know. Chris, has it affected the, your comment section? Uh, Are you getting no. flamed more or less or same amount? Um, I mean, I've just got a lot of reply guys these days. Mm. On on Twitter or on Yeah, your- no, on Twitter. Just like so many like dudes. What do they say? Well, there's the certain there's some kinds that just are like fire, you know what I mean? Like kind of encouragement reply yeah. guys. Then there's also the type that think they're on my level and can and duel with me. Uh, in a in a humor way, and I I have to put them in their place sometimes. Like, give an example. Like, what? Um, They'll just try to flame me for something, and I'll be like, "Bro, you have twelve followers. Why? You know, I can't engage." You right. Know what I mean, it's 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 not a level playing field. I don't punch down. That's part of right. my charm. <laughs> um, yes. 
No punching down. No punching down. Chris, so you have, you're having growing pains as you glow up. As the glow up. You're going to have to, you have, you have to learn how to deal with a new set of haters. One that is disguised as a friend. Exactly. And I don't, I try not to read reviews. No, man, you know how it is. So it's like, I, I don't read yes. reviews. I don't read comments, but the reply guys are hard to, hard to shake. They're hard to shake, but well, it's part of being a success. It's part of I, being I a success I think they're story. they're just looking for a friend, Chris. You know, they just they want to impress you. They just want your approval. And sometimes the shit that they say is so bad that you just have to be like, no, bro. No, bro. You need help. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe I should teach a Zoom class on how to not be a reply guy and charge $20. That's a good idea. You know, we it's need to fuck up my OnlyFans, though. Do not. We, I need That's my true. guys. Did you see the story about the strip clubs, Nomi, in the New York Times? No. It's pretty great. It's it's Puffy's son and one of his friends have started a which giant... of the which of the sons? I can't Quincy? remember. What, no, not Quincy. Does it matter? Uh, yeah, well, it does. <laughs> well, so I'll he, tell you. I'll tell you why it matters. Like, once again, I'm going to repeat a story that I've told many times in the past. But no I well, we love original content on this podcast. But continue in um, <laughs> the mid 2000s. Um, I, the mid aughts, yes, I was writing for uh, a newspaper in Israel occasionally. I mean, I was still in grad school, but I was also doing stuff for newspaper in Israel. And one of my assignments uh, was uh, to go and do and profile Jacob the jeweler. And this was like the height of Jacob the jeweler. I mean, he was he was waiting. I think he had just appealed his indictment or something like there was some, he went to jail because there was some money laundering thing, but this was before he went to jail, but he was still very successful. And I spent a day at his, uh, 57th street, um, store. And, uh, one of the people who came in was Diddy. The God. What a and he came in with Quincy Ooh. Uh, who actually wasn't his, it was, it's Kim Porter's son. Like he, it wasn't his biological son, but he came with Quincy and they were filming it for my super sweet 16. Legend. Like, yeah. Like Quincy came in, he was about to turn 16 and they were like, what are we going to get him at Jacob's? Of all the for? weeks to be shadowing Jacob. Yes. So, so that's why I was especially interested to know if it was Quincy who was, uh, Mm. This uh, I think it's I believe it's Justin. Justin, um, yes. Who he okay. he named the popular restaurant chain after that was a, a, like yes, a hot, yes, a hot spot. Um, <laughs> but they basically have they basically get strippers to come on Instagram Live and then they post their cash app at the top while they dance and these girls are making a lot of money and they're but in the is art. it but is it allowed is nudity allowed I think because it's on live it is because oh really yeah I think so oh. so. So basically these girls are like, yeah, they're, they saved me. Like these guys are making, like we're making real money. Like every night I dance, I bring home real money. I wonder about the, the music copyright infringement though. Do they have to dance to like license unclear. free, <laughs> unclear music? Yeah. They're just some YouTube, uh, DJ premiere type beat. Or do, uh-huh. or do they dance in pure silence? I mean, pure silence would be poetic <laughs> and also so sad. Pure silence has the energy that, like, out of just out of camera shot, there is a man holding a gun somewhere. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure, for sure. But yeah, it's apparently it's an. I mean, I you know, there's going to be new enterprises popping up throughout this 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 quarantine. 
Um, the the uh, gun thing, it reminds me that I was looking through Stevo's uh, <laughs> memoir the other day. Continue. Which I, which I would love I to think- see you blowing the dust off of that on your bookshelf <laughs> as you... <laughs> Which I, I actually, I picked it up uh, at a Goodwill in Miami. In Miami <laughs> over the it. summer. This is feeling back. dark to me a little bit. It was, it was really dark. I love it, was it really so dark. much. <laughs> but I was like, I can't leave this in the store. You know, I even, was like, even just is- you being in Miami on vacation and be like, well, let's go look at books at Goodwill. I mean, is that's this, my, is this that's when you were on your thing. writer's retreat? Is this <laughs> yes, when you were on your... my writer's retreat. Okay, I yes. remember this. The writer's retreat, you brought your family. The writer's <laughs> retreat, I brought the family on, and we spent the whole time at, like, the beach and the pool, you know. Um, but it was great. But in any case, yeah, so the Steve biography, he, I was just reading it the other day, and he um, was talking about how uh, at his, the height of his fame, wh- whatever that was, you know, or whenever. So this is like 2004, maybe or something. Mm-hmm. He uh, was shot by Terry Richardson, and Terry Richardson wanted a girl, like was shooting him, and wanted a girl to um, service him orally. I'm, I'm saying this, and what do you mean? So Damn, real New York shit right there. So he he wanted yeah, so this girl was uh blowing him and he also wanted Stevo to hold a gun to her head. Classic Terry. Classic what a silly Terry. guy. God, what a funny Terry. guy. I wonder and who then, I wonder what magazine this was for. Um I mean, I don't know if it was one of those things where it was like for Terry's like mm-hmm. whatever files. The classic <laughs> This the classic one's just Terry's. for Papa. The classic <laughs> Terry's Diary on, and on to, Tumblr. Uh, yeah, Terry's Diary, right. And, and to Steve-O's credit, he said that somehow something about the gun pointed to the girl's head did not sit right with him. Just and, too far. And, it, and he wasn't able to perform. And so, yeah. So, I mean, so bridge too far on. even for oh. Mr. O. Oh, hold on. So you're saying he held the gun up to her head, but he couldn't stay erect. Yeah, or he, so, or he didn't hold the so gun. Basically, yeah. So basically, okay. they had to. Yes, yes. It didn't. It didn't work. <laughs> I mean, God, God bless Stevo. God intervened actually on Stevo, and his yeah. and he said, "Stevo, the blood ain't going there, family. Put the gun down." Yeah. So, so sorry. This is not. I don't. Oh, yeah. Because you. Because uh, Jason said that when someone is stripping on Instagram Live mm. with no music. <laughs> Sorry, it's a, the train of. It, oh, no, it just, no, it, you, it did not need a reason to get there to that story, but I'm glad there was one. I'm sorry that I just I had just read it and it stayed with me, and I didn't talk about it to anyone. So this is I, I I'm doing it on the pod. So do you do you read it like a book like that when you get it? Do you read it all the way through, or do you just so visit no? Passages? I didn't. I have to admit, I just wanted to have it, and I didn't read it. <laughs> a conversation piece, if you will. I mean, I knew that at some point, like, I mean, for me also, it's it, books sometimes uh, I find that they serve as a mood board of sorts. That's how Jason feels about Infinite Jest, and that's why he's got it on his coffee table <laughs> for the last 10 years. I'm going to get to it. Um, it's just like, oh, you know, whatever. I might not read it all the way through, but maybe like, I'll be like, 
you know, reminded of something and I'll look through it or, or maybe like a, the pictures or sometimes I do read part of it and then put it aside. And sometimes I read it the whole way through, but in this case I didn't. And then I didn't read it at all. And then I just picked it up. I know why I picked it up because I saw this picture and I posted this picture of Knoxville and Jessica Simpson at like mm. the premiere of um, uh, Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, "Oh, you know, like Jackass." Like it just it set me down. I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I remember. I have this biography. I should look into it." And so I just skimmed it. Did you guys see the Jackass for Girls? skit on netflix <laughs> yes no <laughs> oh brother oh, what is brother. it oh brother there, there's like there's a new sketch show on netflix i think the comedian is eliza schlesinger yeah she has a netflix special like every other person who's ever told a joke <laughs> but i can't believe i haven't had a netflix special yet <laughs> it could happen for you <laughs> It could happen for you in 2021. I mean, they might this this disease might decimate the comedy community. Yeah, what do you think? Do you think you're going to have a masterclass or a Netflix hour first? I mean, um, maybe like a Netflix like 15. Mm. You know, like one of those things where it's like, oh, we're going to give you, we're going to like, we're getting you a cry you out. We'll yeah, give you a tight. We'll give it. you a tight. We'll give you a tight fifteen. But there's they 15. they do a spoof on Jackass. But what if Jackass was chicks, similar to <laughs> Sex in the City for dudes? Was that was that on Kroll Show? I think. Yeah, that's called Entourage. But yeah, it was on Kroll Show. Um, right. But it's like women doing. It's like the female Johnny Knoxville doing things that chicks would do instead of dudes. So like what? So like what? So what they things? go. The prank is that she goes to her ex-boyfriend's house who is currently living with his new girlfriend who is hotter than her. And then she goes and like ding dong ditches him and then starts crying. And then her, fr- and then her friends like console her and then that's it. And, and it's like really one of the worst, least funny things I've ever seen in my life. It's like terrible. Jason doesn't understand comedy. I don't know if you know that. Oh my God. I feel like Jason is a pretty funny person. I'm kidding. Jason's hilarious. Thanks, Nomi and only. Chris likes <laughs> Chris likes some comedy. But he, he's he's a laugher at heart. I love to laugh, but no one I, you, you know, do love to laugh. No one can make me laugh like TJ. Multiple people have told me that in my life that he just makes me giggle in a way that no man or woman can. Oh, I love when you giggle. I know. I get, he mm. just he just really gets me going. And then I kind of embarrass myself a little bit. I might cry a little. I love that yeah, you said man or woman as well. Well, I just wanted to equal level the playing field. It's not about. I was sex thinking of you when I was watching the, <laughs> an episode of Cat Williams live stand up from 2015. He's probably the person that makes me laugh the most. It's so good. It's so fucking funny. But I mean. He's gone downhill, but it's still funny. I don't to look know if back. that's true. I mean, I think he's lost it a little bit, just in general. What what comedian hasn't? Did you guys watch the the Dave Chappelle? Um, there's like a special where he gets the Mark Twain Prize for comedy. I I have not. No, it's actually, it's actually very good. You guys should watch it. It's a nice, inspiring watch. Aside from being funny. Have you talked to, have you checked in with John Mayer? How's he doing, Nomi? Mayer is, uh, yeah, I check in with him. Uh, he seems to be doing well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, he, I think he keeps his spirits up. He seems to. If I, if I had a head of hair like that during this quarantine, my spirits would be fucking up. Too. Oh my God. His hair. I often say to him, mayor, your <laughs> robust hairline, like is like no other. It's insane. Well, it's just, it's just, he couldn't, I mean, he would look great with a shaved head, but it just somehow looks fine, even grown out, you know? Uh, it looks just great. Jason and I both shaved our heads, so. Jason too? Really? We, it was, we buzzed, not shaved. Buzzed, yeah, 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 we didn't. Right. But we weren't. What if I suddenly do it? <laughs> that would be amazing. I it think could we have work. To get, it could work. I, I mean, mean, I think some, we need six Some people look six hotter. Months. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like I'm I'm too I might be too old to experiment like that. But you know what? Who knows how long this is going to last? So we yeah. might What do you Yeah, to, what's your what's your guess on how long this is going to last? Um And don't don't say something shitty cuz I'm going to cry. Okay. I so okay, so now there's like the school thing in New York, right? Where like yeah. like De Blasio said, "Okay, no school until the end of the year," which is like I guess like late June, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so, but then Cuomo said, no, that's maybe there will be school. Like, so, you know, it's still, I don't think it's like a hundred percent, but I would say. Like not, not full on, but like, when can we casually so, grab a coffee and walk around? Yeah. I, my hope is that, I mean, I'm thinking of it from the perspective of a parent who is like, you know, with her child at home and mm-hmm. um, having a meltdown. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, you got to watch meltdown. these damn kids. So damn kids. Baby's my house. hope is that we can be out by the time summer camp comes around. Like, because I signed her up to date, like you sign up mm-hmm. your kids to camp. Like I did it in like January or something. I mean, that's just when the, the, the camp start. Like how long, when is that? Give me a that day. is like early July. Oh wow! So you're pushing us off because because right now no, I mean I don't know. I'm 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 talking like specifically with Nina. So since school is you know conceivably over for the year, so I'm thinking okay, if we take that as a yardstick, say, so we have like, I mean I don't know. It's kind of depressing. I don't know what to say. I hope it'll be before that. Because right now I think the shelter in place is is only until April 30th in New York. Is it not May? I guess LA is May fifteenth. Yeah, Jason, yeah. Is that yeah, it's May fifteenth. But you know, hot, I don't hot, really Gavin. see how I don't see a, a, a way that it's going to stop. You know, in 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 the near future at all. Like, what would have to happen for that the shelter in place to be removed? We would all have to be vaccinated, or no, no, no. They just because the economy has to get back to normal, they'll just push it through, even if it's dangerous. I mean, I think the idea is, I think that, well, I think the idea is that, um, fewer and fewer people die, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so like the, the curve is flattened and so then, you know, it becomes less dangerous and then also uh, hospitals conceivably can treat like, you know, because the idea is that hospitals, if everybody was just like out and about now and infecting each other, like hospitals would like collapse. Like no one would be able, mm-hmm, like people yeah. would just die willy nilly because there would be no 
Yeah, you cut your hand slicing some onions and you're, uh, you're, you're shit out of luck. Yeah, or even you have corona mm. and you die because nobody can treat you at the hospital because the hospital is just so overwhelmed with cases. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to allow the curve to flatten so that the health services can, you know, contend with the crisis and and have fewer people sick. I mean, I don't as well, like, because it, people staying home means that they're not continuing to come into contact with each other. So are you, are you losing it? Like, be honest. Um, I'm not losing it. I am like bored and annoyed, you know, while also obviously knowing that I'm very lucky. Um, and I keep trying to remind myself of that. And I keep saying like, I'm really lucky. We're healthy. You know, everything is fine. I still have a job. Like, were you able to sell your Coachella tickets? (laughs) Yeah. So this year, I really, that's it. I mean, that's it. Like Coachella, I was like, is this the year? Is this this finally the year? This is the year. I mean, and once again, it is not the year. (laughs) Sadly, sadly, once again, it is not the year. But this time it's like a global pandemic that is, you know, Jason, Jason was going to go for the 15th year in a row for sure. Yeah, I was. Do you want to know what the real global pandemic is now? Know me? It's, It's FX's Dave. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god can we talk about dave does it slap because i think it's <clears throat> that's what that's i haven't what watched it yet i like it <clears throat> everyone seems to like it and what do you how do you feel about me refusing to watch it is it because oh, so i because i don't it. want to watch? no i have not watched it i'm afraid that i will like it so i'm choosing not to watch it okay so i was surprised because okay so here's the thing i saw the ads like <clears throat> i saw the ads where he, this curly haired guy, uh, emerges from uh, a man's. Little Dicky is crawling out of his own underwear. Yeah. And I was like, and both me and Ahad were like, what the fuck is this? This looks horrible. Like, this is like, this is horrible. Like, we can't watch this. But then. Oh my God, we're watching it. I asked, I think I asked on Twitter, I was like, and I asked as a joke because I was like, should I, I watch Dave? You know, because first of all, the, na- the name is really funny. It's a classic and also fry I just, tweet. It just looks. Classic fry tweet. Dave was just, very in quotes. It just, yeah, totally in quotes. <laughs> and it just looked, the ad looked really bad. So I was like, I don't know. But then people who I actually respect were like, it's actually kind of good. And I was like, Really? And then there was like one night last week where I was like, okay, I guess it's time we're going to watch Dave. And gather around, family. Gather around, family. <laughs> and we watched Dave. So, so far we've watched three episodes. I think what, there's six. It, but, it's out on, so far. but it's on Budget Network FX. Is FX a budget network? What's the Yes, deal? yes. FX is a budget network. It is not premium by any means. Okay. That's fine. You watch fucking Bravo, Chris. That's a, pre- that's a premium network. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not. If we, let's, if we broke down the demo of who watches Bravo versus who watches FX, I guarantee you the mean family income of the Bravo watcher is higher. I don't know if that's true. 100, 100. What's on FX, Jason, besides Dave? I don't fucking know. I would argue that FX has some more intellectual programming. And a lot of rich, famous people watch Bravo programming, but also a lot of real trash people watch Bravo programming as well. Well, just because it's a more democratic network with something for everyone, doesn't <laughs> the median income is less. If I, FX, I think FX's claim to fame is like some sort of 
uh, like Walking Dead or some garbage. Hey, FX which, used to have Louis C.K.'s show. <laughs> That's good, right? <laughs> Dude, I did you did you get the special yet, Jason? Admit it. I did not. I have not. I, I'm waiting for the torrent to hit. Would you watch the torrent special, Nomi? Um, I would not, but it's because I never liked Louis, and I have the tweets to prove it. I have <laughs> I tweets want- from like four years ago saying like Louis is not. Louis is not funny to me. I don't I, like him. I, I agree with you. He's fine. Thank you. I yeah. agree with you. He's fine. Never but, liked but, it. So, I, so for like, me, it was, it was no like big conflict when he started, you know, when it off. came out that he was yeah. a jerk who jerks off because I was like, never liked him anyway. It's interesting because you and I, who I would consider, you know, East Coast intellectuals don't, yes. don't like it. But then someone like Jason... And a West Coast Orange County kind of bro uh-huh. does, and I, I wonder well, what. The, what you know, the, Lou, Louis, he's no Lil Dicky. I will say that. <laughs> in, <laughs> no, uh, <he's> not. In, <laughs> I would say Lil Dicky has a, a, a might be thriving more than Louis right now. I feel like Lil Dicky is very charming. Everyone I like is him. thriving gonna, more than him. That's I'm true. gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm gonna. I wonder if I should like, uh, you know, take out like put put out the big guns and like really try to get that follow back. So, so you, hard. you have, you have willed yourself into friendship with Wes, AKA Diplo. And now John Mayer is, well, is mean, Lil Dicky, AKA well, Dave Wes, next. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I, all I'll say is that I watched the first three episodes and I liked them and I laughed and I thought it was uh, pretty smart and uh, endearing. Do you agree, Chris? I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it at all. No, but I don't even know where to see FX. I don't. Chris would like, never watch an Hulu. FX show. Oh, it's, it's on, on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah. I don't have a Hulu membership, um, but I guess at this point I might as well just subscribe to everything and die watching television. So <laughs> it's no. I mean, it's not there's really. There's nothing better to do. Yeah, there's nothing better to do. I mean, I've been watching Party Down and Jason's advice, and it's very funny. I really like. Oh my it. god, it's so good. The first season is just, and also. The first season, the explosive chemistry between Adam Scott and Lizzie Kaplan. You know, Lizzie Kaplan is Mama. dating the guy from fucking War on Drugs. Really? Yeah. Which well, one? Well, remember Doesn't when matter. he used to date uh, Matthew, what's his name? Chandler Bing? Uh, Matthew Perry? Well, he's dated them all, you know. Back he, in he, the day? Yeah, when he was like, oh my God, he looks so crazy. He's I cannot get enough. Um. I believe he is still uh, deep on Raya. I I think he's still de- he's still deep on them oxies. You know what I'm saying? He got the oh. oxy face. He got he got the oxy face. He got the thirty Viking an hour face. Oh no! Yeah, he looked rough. He can afford it though. Who he can't um, afford it. have you guys noticed any of your friends or family members being a little bit more relaxed with their self quarantining? Uh, like besides me and stuff. Yeah. Like I've, I've noticed a few people talking here and there about just like, you know what? I think like we're fine. I think we can just like hang out now. I've not seen that. Not really. Not really. I, I need new friends. When I went to the park with Nina and Oha, like to just a park in, in Bed-Stuy yesterday, or maybe it was Friday. No, it was yesterday. And we ran into, friends just we didn't plan it but we ran into people we knew with their babies but we all stood apart like were you wearing a mask i was wearing a mask yes i don't know where i fall on the mask i mean i wear it but i don't know how i fall on it 
I, what do I you just, do when you work out? I mean, who likes wearing oh, a mask, Chris? I don't wear the mask when I run. I think that's psycho. Yeah. Like, I don't, I also think it would, for, I would rather die than have my workout affected. So, I mean, if I'm going <laughs> to, if I'm going to, if I'm not going to be heaving and trying to get, because they're hard to breathe in. Also, when you wear glasses like me, because I'm smart. Oh, it fogs, it fogs, it fogs. up the glasses. It's I found crazy. an, I found an article from the cut that tells you how to prevent that. I'll forward it to you. Oh, good. Yeah, because it's been bothering me. As a fellow glasses wearer who wants to live through this, I think I need to share that information with you. Yeah, yeah it's really hard for Chris to go beast mode when his glasses are fogging up. So <laughs> I'm glad the cut gave him that info on how to get through that. <laughs> Thank it you, Jason. Is it is hard. But Jason, you're seeing your LA homies being like, yo, let's hit the park for some natty No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say homies, but people, I, I've just seen like here and there, people just sort of, kind of like i don't know if they're calling bullshit on it or if they're just doing it for their own convenience but they're people are kind of like eh, i think we're fine like I'm, you, I've, you, we've been a month now and i'm not sick and you're not sick so we're probably chill did you go to a drive-in church service today <laughs> i did not what if i went to a drive-in church service <laughs> i can't the, the thought going mm. to church is truly the worst thing on earth going to church in a to sit in a car is absolutely insane <laughs> it's crazy. absolutely insane like <laughs> I, it's it honestly it embarrasses me because i know that, that idea definitely started in the south where my homeland <laughs> but no you know, question. D- up is down down is up maybe you know maybe going to church is just what we need chris <laughs> you guys i have a question because you guys know about that sort of thing what do you think about the influencers like what's gonna what are they doing what's gonna happen how are they is it like is it gonna put the whole endeavor in kind of like a a pathetic light or like have people been choking with sort of like trying it already has begun putting them in more of a pathetic light yeah i think it's just kind Uh, of like magnified their existence and their career and yeah you know it, it has gone on long enough and I mean, the, the, much like the, the the success of professional DJs, it, we've we've had it too good for too long, and the big man upstairs is is coming coming down with the reckoning. I mean, the wow. thing the thing with what's her name that the something Navy girl who like blogged oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. getting the t- uh-huh. I mean, that whole saga and how mad it made people is just like I, I can't believe a I, an influencer couldn't make me mad enough to care about that, like. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't understand that rich people get doctors before regular people, then you're just in the wrong. You're, you're just <laughs> you're, you've had your eyes closed for too long. That's how things work. Like if you have money, yeah. you get special treatment. That's just what this country is built on. That's yeah. why we all try to get rich because we want the special treatment. Like yeah. that's you know what I mean. It just wasn't that. I think the way she handled it was just stupid. And like I said this too, it's just all this stuff that these influencers doing to get killed for. They could just not talk about, and no one would know, and they would be fine. That's the right. shocking part. Like, they just cannot stop themselves from sharing. Right. But this person is kind of like a mega, mega, you know, she has, like, millions of followers. I'm more talking about I'm interested in, like, you know, the people who have, you know, sort of, like, hot girls or something, you know, who have, like, who are influencers, but they're You're not. talking about Explore Page Hotties? <laughs> explore Page Hotties, yes. Mm. That's a favorite category of this podcast. Um, yeah. Very it's, popular. It's like what what's going to happen it's it's tough hopefully i mean i i they could be turning to donation based services to keep uh, to keep the doors open which jason means getting on only fans and busting all the way down for a little subscription 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like I feel like fitness is still a category that's sort of open. So if it's Whoa. like sort of hot girls who are very into fitness anyway, then maybe they can. I like how I'm worried about this. <laughs> but, you know, the, the question is, will people pay money for for something that they've been getting free already? Well, it's. Yeah, it's also like I'm not going to pay money. Like fitness is a great example. There's already professionals that can pay. Why would I pay some influencer who has no certification except having abs? Like that doesn't really work. Yeah, I guess you're right. But they're able but to do it. Maybe they'll get stuff for free, I guess. Maybe they'll keep getting stuff well, for I've, free. They'll definitely will because I said this. I think we talked about this on a podcast earlier. But the, the reality is, is that these brands still have to sell shit. So – yeah, free, free candles shoot? don't pay the bills, unfortunately. They can't, they can't, but they can't shoot it on on the way they used to. So they have to send it to these influencers, let them do their thing, and still pay them something. I would imagine because yeah. they can't, they can't go do a regular shoot like like you could have, you know, pre Corona. So maybe they'll be okay. If the influencers aren't okay, then I, I mean, <laughs> what do I have to live do? You for want? It sounds like you really want them to be okay. I kind of, in a way, do because I'm just sort of. I I just first of all I'm like it's like the same thing as like when I see I don't know like young girls who have like an older rich boyfriend and then I see them like start getting a little older and I'm get concerned I'm like what's she gonna do mm. like you know what's, what I mean uh, what's what's our exit strategy once what's we get a little strategy? once we start getting a little long in the tooth yeah I mean I'm just I get a little worried. Like, uh, sincerely, like, I'm just like a little bit, oh, no, like, what's what's going to happen? Uh, I just think that we as a society want this instru- the, the influencer bubble to burst so badly. But I don't think I think it's still I think it's going to continue, if not get bigger. I mean, yeah. your, your concerns are are justified. There is no such thing as explore page uglies. There is <laughs> something's got to give. Something's got to give. I just feel like we we sort of need it to keep to keep um I don't know. It's like I feel like society will truly descend into chaos if the influencers <laughs> will be gone. It's a shine it's a shining light of hope in this dark time. Yeah, exactly. It it's is. like are they still working on their abs? Like is the butt still like tight? Is you know. But it's it's probably getting like harder for some of them. Like again and I and I I think I we talked about this on Twitter. It's like, what are people doing with their in, inject injectables and stuff? Like, I mean, I'm I, not talking about like really rich, famous people like Kim or whoever, but I I'm talking more about just the sort of kind of mid level people. Like, yeah, look, I know as a mid level person, I couldn't even get somebody to come give me a haircut. Right. So it's like it's concerning. What What do we do for people who spend two hundred a month on Botox? Yeah, like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, they're going to have to um, start reading. (laughs) No, that's my that's my beat. Don't come (laughs) for my beat. Basically, I don't want them to come for my beat. So I'm like, I just, I just, uh, I need them to like, you know, do the stuff that they're good at. I have seen a lot of influencer chicks start book clubs, which we don't need. Like, I mean, except <laughs> yeah. for Ka- Kaya Gerber gets a pass because she's so fine, but she had to bring Lena Dunham into it, which I don't really understand. I didn't know. I need to look into this. I did not know about Kaya's yeah. book club. Yeah, it's very. Sam High and I were going to try to join, but we did. We haven't gotten ourselves together yet. 
is it like just an Instagram book club that anyone can join? Or it, yes, it is. But we were hoping for preferential treatment as members of the media. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and I would think so. I like to bring you know hot young guys around, uh, just because it usually makes my life better. You know. Sure, it's kind of like um, <laughs> like a honey, like a honey trap, a honey pot. Yes, yes, called? yes. Like on this podcast, for example, Jason's bringing me around because I'm the hot young guy. <laughs> So he like dangles you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's 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 this podcast's tartlet. <laughs> yes, yeah. I parade him across Spotify and other platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah, that's that if if there was if we had a promo photo, I would be in the front and Jason would be slightly blurry behind me. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. We're we're equals and we stand shoulder to shoulder even though he's shoulder. a lot taller than me. Shoulder to shoulder. Please. Jason's a fucking certified hottie. The height just scares some people off. <laughs> no, uh, those but, people are losers. But it, it brings a few people on as well. Exactly. There's NBA hoes. If they're looking for a white dude, they know where to go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 Um, you guys. Well, so- Fry, we, we're, we're going to wrap up soon. I did have one other question for you. I saw on Twitter that you you have been pivoting to smoking a little bit of weed lately. Hey. Yes. What, what, I mean, I, I've what? always occasionally smoked weed, but I feel like I now that I'm never not home, uh, I just, and especially now that I'm mothering full time, mm-hmm. I just need to, mothering and working, I need some, you know, I need to relax at the end of a long day. So I, Mama I don't needs need a much. bong rip. Yeah, I don't need much. I take a hit or two off a vape mm. that I have, um, and I watch Dave. <laughs> so you so you bust a couple clouds open, and then you fire up little Dickies, and I and I fire up little Dicky. Mm-hmm. And uh, what kind of what's the snack vibe? And oh, the snack. Well, sometimes I sort of go. That's that's a problem because I'm like. Like when that happens, I'm just like suddenly my thoughts turn to chocolate, mm. and and I'm like, oh no, it's too much. Dave, uh, chocolate, don't bother me. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think Dave wishes he was chocolate. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to decipher that code, Chris. Um, so I'm yeah, sorry, that's. <laughs> but it has made it has made the evenings slightly funnier. Slightly more relaxed. That's good. And it's it's just you know a switch a switch off a switch is thrown. And it and, hasn't uh, affected your cardio too much. Uh, my in in the sense that I hadn't been doing cardio and I still don't do cardio. No, mm-hmm. it is not. It has not affected it. That's what we like um, to see. Yes, <laughs> consistency. I would love to be there with to watch you buying a vape a weed vape pen. Um. You mean like at Cookies on Melrose? Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. What I just doing. want to see the. So tell me, what is the whole thing with this? Tell me which one is for me. Well, I mean, I so this one that I'm um, smoking right now was actually given to me as a gift, but it's uh, excellent. I wouldn't have known to select it myself, but mm-hmm. now. I know. Is it, a, is, it a, is it a sativa or a sleepy indica? It is more towards the. It's more towards the sativa. Um, it's like it has a little thing on the side that has, like, uh, it's like a sort of scale thing, and it has like one side is sativa, 
and one side is indica and then it has a little like it, it's a sort of like a um you know it shows that it's more we're like leaning towards sativa towards sativa yeah so i guess it's a mix but it's more sativa so you're getting turned up indica. on this hybrid i'm getting turned up on the hybrid <laughs> um yeah, but off I the hybrid. Know, like i know i kind of know nothing mm-hmm. you know so i wouldn't have known i it, it's basically just from trying other people's i guess that i when i bought something i was like oh that felt nice so I guess you I'll use try it this. you use it when it's time to turn the brain off when the day is done and it's just past time. so you don't ever use it to like all right i'm gonna hit the sativa and then finish this this article no. or bang these emails out you would never do that no, not really. I do it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want it to impair my intellectual capacities if I, if I need them. But what I don't if want it, it does to... the opposite of impair? I think it makes me a little hazy. Like, I, you know what? Actually, actually, I will say, I will say that I not, not in this, not during this quarantine, but in the past, like I have had some occasions where I've smoked and I've had ideas, but not so much ideas to carry out at the moment, more sort of like... Kind yeah, of you file them away. Word, your spoken word poetry album is coming 2022. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, going to drop. You, you get Blaze, you come up with a fucking sick idea, you email it to yourself, and then tomorrow you look at it and you're like, oh boy, and then... Jason, you real, real pros, the real move, you mail it to yourself, USPS, so you have the stamp of uh, that holds up in court for copyright purposes. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I've done that many times in my life. Uh, just let me know if you need to see the records. Is that wow. right? We only have mm-hmm. a few more days left for the Postal Service to be doing that. I know. That's true. That's true. I love the USPS, and I hope they can survive, but they probably won't. Uh, yeah, Chris, you've always country. been a vocal supporter of the USPS, haven't you? Yeah, you guys have your little causes, food, not bombs, or you know whatever. And I'm out, I'm out here, fucking USPS is my cause. Please donate I mean, to it's, GoFundMe. It's, it's important. It Chris, Chris likes it back in the day when a mailman was a man, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know it was different. Now they let anybody do it. Back in my day, you had to be a man to carry the mail. Damn right, brother. No, me. It's a pleasure. Thank you, you for guys, joining us. It's- it's always a pleasure. This was really fun. Um, thank you so much for taking thank the you, time. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. This is really, this has been really great. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's uh, talk soon. Offer on the pod. We will, and and tell the people where to find you on the World Wide Web. Okay, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Fry Nomi Fry. I spell Nomi N A O M I. So uh, it's Fry Nomi Fry. Spelled like and Campbell, pronounced like Nomi. Um, yes. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's where you can find me and on the New Yorker, uh, where I, uh, am a writer and on various other podcasts hosted by white dudes, (laughs) other, other little, (laughs) other broke boy podcasts that do not compare to this one for better or worse. That's actually, yeah, that's the case. We won't name names. Um, no names. You know who you are. No names. All right. Thank you. Nomi. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.